in West Des Moines. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Mitch Holt is coming up at the bottom of the hour. The Steelers and the Chiefs, a big game the day after Christmas. But right now that you hear the music, let's head to Chicago. Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors our friend David Kaplan, and he joins us. Hello, Cap, Trent, and Ken. Happy holidays, Capper. How are you? Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to all of you. How are you? Doing well. Cap, uh, uh, your wife, Mindy, I don't know if she was behind it, but boy, oh boy, the company that she is, uh, the, I believe, the president of marketing for, Lou Malnati's, got some major, major uh, airtime on Monday Night Football. I'm assuming that you saw it. Well, how did that come together? So that was all my wife, That's 100%. Awesome. She said to me, hey, um, let me know if you guys need any pizza for your show tonight. We were doing the football after show. And I said, we actually, the station had already purchased pizza for all of us for Monday Night Football. They always bring in food for us. And she's like, we're going to be on the broadcast, I think. I'm like, really? How are you guys going to be on the broadcast? She said, I have some contacts at ESPN, not me, talking about (laughs) national. And she said, I reached out to them and said, hey, would you guys be interested in filming Deep Dish so the funny part of the story is, so Mark Malnati, lifelong Chicagoan, diehard Bears fan, is so mad at how they're playing that he won't, he won't wear any Bears gear. He's not putting any oh Bears gear on. Yeah, so my wife says to him, Mark, ESPN just called back. They want to bring a crew to our flagship restaurant on State Street, and they want to film you making a pizza. And then they're going to have pizzas piping hot delivered to the stadium for these guys and for Lisa Salters to eat. And then she said 90% of the teams that come to town in all the sports call her, hey, we'd like to purchase individual pizzas and give them to the guys to eat on the bus Hmm. on the way to the plane to leave town. And so she said they ordered all these pizzas, blah, blah. To make a very long story short, uh, Mark says, well, I need a bear shirt. I don't have any. She goes into my son, our son, Brett's room and finds, because Mark's a thinner guy, and finds one of my son, Brett's shirts and gives him a bear shirt. And that was the video they used wow. of Mark making a sausage pizza. So, yeah, that was all Mindy. Uh, that's great. The restaurant was packed. And, uh, you know, I've never had it. I've, and I know you deliver. Or the, you don't deliver, but uh, Mel, they, uh, they send it all around the country. So that's, uh, that's on my 2022 list. Cap, the game that's itself. Uh, the game itself. Look, if and I, I work with a Bears fan, as you know, you just <laughs> spoke with him. And you're about to hear it for him again. One of my favorite parts of the week is after a Bears game, uh, where it's, we're getting ready to go on the air, and inevitably Heather Burnside walks in, and Trent and her just commiserate about their god-awful football team. Cap, um, 
look, coaches, you can hire a coach as long as there's an interim in place two weeks earlier than you normally could in the past. What are they waiting for? Is that something that uh, they just, it's not on their radar to fire Nagy and to begin the process of firing or finding rather that next head coach? Okay, so they've never, ever in the history of the franchise fired a coach in season, ever, which is hard to believe, but it's true. But then you go back, you go, I wonder why that is. Oh, wait a minute. The owner for a billion years was the coach, George Hallis. Not going to fire himself. (laughs) So that kind of explains why they're in that position. Okay, it's obvious to all of us. Matt's a great dude. He's worked really hard. It hasn't worked. For whatever reason, it hasn't worked. But then here's the question you have to ask yourself. Okay, they whack Matt today. Who's doing the interviews? Mm. Because everyone wants Ryan Pace out. Mm -hmm. And if Ryan's gone, of course, we want a new GM too. Ted and George are doing the interviews again. Mm. They're not going to get it right. What would make you think they would get it right? Because when they hired Ryan seven years ago, he was the wonder kid who was the second in command of the New Orleans Saints. Oh, well, here we are seven years later, and everyone goes, Ryan's an idiot. He doesn't know what he's doing. Get rid of him. Okay. Well, then who's doing the hiring? A, a George and Ted? The same guys that had Bruce Arians in the building and picked Mark Trustman? Oh Bruce Arians is sitting in their conference room. I want the job. Yeah, we're going to take Mark Trustman. Oh, so, yeah, so that's the problem. Olin Krutz encapsulated it perfectly the other day when he said to me, everyone keeps screaming every few years, we got to get a franchise quarterback. we got to get a left tackle. He said, that's the micro look. It's very, very narrow. Got to get a quarterback. He said, no. The problem with the Chicago Bears is not who their quarterback is. Get that out of your head. The problem with the Chicago Bears is the culture in the building. There is no level of accountability for anything. Ted Phillips has been there for a billion years. Ted Phillips has probably the worst record of any major sports executive in the United States in terms of championship appearances, playoff wins. He's been awful. Now, maybe he's made them a lot of money. That's fine. Then make him president of business operations and stay the hell away from my football operation. But when Chris Ballard came in and interviewed and they said, first thing you're going to do, he said, first thing I'm doing, I'm cutting Jay Cutler tomorrow. Out. Gone. And the second thing I'm doing is, Ted Phillips can come nowhere near the football operations side. And George McCaskey's response is, yeah, that's not going to work. Thanks. So Chris goes off to Indy. He's building a really good young team, and we're stuck with what we've got. So if it does come to the point where, all right, Phillips is gone, he's going to go be the stadium guy, and that's it, how long does this take to get a new football operations manager out there, then hire a GM, then hire a coach? Are we we talking about a process that's going to take, what, up to a month? Well, I would hope, like, put yourself in George's shoes. If you were really, like, you first of all have to be willing to look in the mirror, as Matt Nagy once said, what are the whys? Why are we struggling? Well, if you're George, let's put Trent there. You're Trent, and you swung and missed miserably every time. Like, Ryan Pace was a hot name when they got him. Mm -hmm. Matt Nagy was a hot name when they got him. And in five years... If they don't change the way they do business, I'm just telling you, in five years, we're going to go, well, that was a stupid hire. That coach is horrible. 
Really? You sure about that? Because every time Trent does the hiring, he gets it wrong, or maybe he didn't hire a bad guy. He doesn't know what he's doing establishing a winning culture in his building. They're going to have to go out, and they're going to have to hire someone with chops, like Theo Epstein did with the Cubs. Somebody that goes in there and goes, guess what? Go to your lake house, go to your Florida condominium, go on a worldwide trip. I'll see you in a few years and get the hell out of my way. Oh, by the way, leave the checkbook in the drawer because I'm fixing everything around here. And the culture has to change. And if it doesn't, we're just spinning our wheels, man. We'll go from Trubisky, who maybe he wasn't the problem. I'm not saying he was the greatest, to Justin Fields. And I got people calling the show going, Justin Fields stinks. We should have taken (laughs) Mac Jones. Guess what? If Mac Jones came here, he'd look in that. And yeah, Justin yep. Fields would be up for Rookie of the Year in New England. Yeah, couldn't agree with you more. And Cap, here's the here's the good news. If there is a silver lining in all of this, I mean, it doesn't. Apparently, Aaron Rodgers is is on his way out after this year. MVP Super Bowl, or, or I'm not or, sure about that. Well, I, I hope he stays. I I do. Um, but it we'll, we'll we'll see. But point being, Cap is. This division, I mean, look, the Vikings, that was a winnable game. It was a terrible game, but it was a winnable game. Green Bay didn't embarrass them. The second half was kind of didn't go their way, but they played very well in the first half. Cap, they're not that far away, which is when I don't disagree with you. And for those that want to keep firing on Ryan, and he's made his share of mistakes, you know, I've never hidden the fact I have a good relationship with Ryan. I like the guy a lot. I'm also willing to say the mistakes that he's made. If we want to be really fair, Larry Borum looks like he's a keeper at right tackle. Can we agree with that? Yep. Okay. Kevin Jenkins, coming off a of back surgery, played really well the other night. He graded over, I think, an 85 or almost 90 at left tackle the other day, and he's never played the position at the pro level till coming off back surgery and has had very little practice time. And stuck so up for his quarterback, Cap, and stuck up for his That's quarterback. That's what I love. I yep. love that. Yep. And – no one else, I don't see any other guys getting in there. Mm-hmm. So if you really look at the draft, if Justin is who we think he is, a franchise quarterback, Khalil Herbert looks like he's a keeper at running back. Two tackles, left and right, starting as rookies in the NFL. He drafted one in the second round and one in the fifth round. You tell me a team that's found two starting tackles and a starting running back and a franchise quarterback in the same draft. That was Ryan. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ryan's made a lot of good picks. He's made some bad ones, and they're high profile. He missed on Kevin White at number seven. He missed on Leonard Floyd at number nine, and that is a miss because he is doing what he's doing in L.A. because he's got Aaron Donald. He didn't do it here, right. and he missed on Mitchell Trubisky, maybe. So, again, we can, we can go up and down. Ryan did this wrong. Ryan did that wrong. You're spinning your wheels if you think it doesn't start above him. Akeem Hicks, emotional after the game, maybe one of his final games in a Bears uniform and only one more to go at Soldier Field. Reciting him, how important that is, because we know when he is right, boy, he's good. So you have right now, as we speak, $48, $49 million in cap space. So Akeem Hicks is an older dude. He's been injured three consecutive years. Mm -hmm. If you believe the Bears are close to turning it around man if we could go out and address cornerback two and get a little more help on the interior of the offensive line maybe you can turn this around maybe get a number one wide receiver in free agency 
then you re-sign Akeem Hicks and you figure out a way to keep him. But if pick the guy, John Doe comes in with all these rings and says, I'm going to fix this thing, but it's going to take us three years, then you do not re-sign Akeem Hicks. Mm-hmm. It's, he's a luxury you cannot afford unless you think you're going to be competitive to go deep in the playoffs next year. I'm not even saying Super Bowl, but if you really truly look at your team and you go, man, we're going to be six wins. That's it. And if we have bad health, we could be a three-win team. Okay, then why am I re-signing Akeem Hicks, who's in his 30s and has been injured three straight years? When he's healthy, he's a beast. Now, if I'm the Arizona Cardinals, or if I'm the L.A. Rams, or the New England Patriots, like a team that goes, we're close. We could win the Super Bowl with the right couple moves. Then that's a luxury you splurge on. Yeah, because he is a difference maker when he's healthy, as we saw the other night. That was unfair. I, yep. I felt bad Correct. for the for the right guard. Uh, let's do a little baseball cap. I know you did a, a podcast. Uh, your I don't know if it's weekly or uh, biweekly. Your Cubs podcast. And any news coming out of the North Side? Not really, because of the lockout. Yeah, but we are hearing that there is mutual interest from. Carlos Correa and the Cubs. Now, are they going to pay 10 years at $35 million a year? Well, everybody screamed when they did Soriano's deal a year into it. Everyone's like, oh, what a horrible signing. Only got seven more years of this. And they finally, what, moved him in the final year of his deal to the Yankees or with a year left? Oh, thank God we got that deal out. Oh, we got Jason Hayward. What a great <laughs> signing. Yeah. Oh, God. We've only got how many more years of him at $26, $27 million a year? Can't wait till we get out of that deal. Now you're going to make that same risk again and give 10 years to a guy who has an injury history but is a really, really good baseball player. Well, I'll remind you, Soriano was a 40-40 guy the year right. before he signed with the Cubs, and we never saw that again. So you better get it right or it will cost Jed his job. If, he, if Tom Greenlight's 10 years at three fifty. That guy better be really good for like seven of those years. Strowman at the top there. He's such an interesting guy to watch. He's little. He fires a ball out there. A top three though with Hendricks, Miley, Strowman. Got the start of something here. How much more work needs to be though done though in your mind? Be it just building depth along that starting rotation or going after another big name. Um, there aren't a ton of big names left in. The pitching department, mm-hmm. there's a few, but there's not a lot there. And again, like Kevin Gossman just signed with Toronto right before the shutdown. Mm-hmm. I would have signed him over Marcus Stroman, but the Cubs got Stroman at $73 million. I think Gossman got 105 or 115 And Kevin Gossman wasn't very good when he was a Baltimore Oriole. He goes to San Francisco, and they get all these older dudes and they win 107 games. They get knocked out in round one. That's going to happen. So my question to you is, are you going to overpay for veteran guys looking to try and hit a financial home run and hope that they're really good or go, why did we sign a 33-year-old starter? We're not that close. You know, if you're the 2016 Cubs and you bring in John Lackey, okay, I'm willing to take a risk like that. And it worked out. You won a World Series. So I've got to start adding pieces that are going to be here for the next great Cubs team, not guys that may get me competitive in 2022. Big win on Monday night for the Bulls against the Rockets. It's been an interesting week or so since we last talked uh, with everything, all the shutdowns. We talked about it a little bit last week, but 
Bulls also building a little bit of depth here. What, 66 points off the bench? Looking towards the future, pretty good thing, even against a terrible Rockets team. Yeah, they're just they're playing really good basketball. And they've dealt with all this COVID stuff. I mean, it's just raging around. It's, it's, we never thought we'd be, well, boy, last June, I remember going to dinner with my wife, my brother, and my sister-in-law. Wow, we got past COVID. We're vaccinated. Mm-hmm. We're good. Mm-hmm. Here we are again, and it's raging. And the Bulls had 10 guys at one time in the protocol. And since then, they've come back. They beat the Lakers. They beat the Rockets. It, it's, it's a really good basketball team. Now, if they could stay healthy, get Patrick Williams back in late February, early March, and then make the right deal at the deadline for a little bit of size. Miles Turner, Robert Covington, who went to Proviso West and is a local kid. Somebody like that. You're not going to get, I'm not asking for an all-NBA player, but a really good piece inside. Sky's the limit for this team if they stay healthy. Tyler Cook got some playing time coming up from the G League, former Hawkeye. What are you seeing out of him? He's still only 24, which is crazy. It feels like he's been bouncing around for a long time. Tyler Cook, do you see him? He's really athletic, still limitations in his game. Does he got a chance to stick, maybe not with the Bulls, but somebody else and get a long two, three-year deal, something like that? I think he, if he can stay healthy, I'm talking about COVID healthy, mm-hmm. or health in general, but if he could stay on the court, even if it's not here, that teams are willing, if they can get some, he's athletic, he's yes. a good dude, he plays, let's take a shot. And maybe he does get a two-year deal. He's just got to keep grinding, and as he keeps putting up solid performance after solid performance, teams will notice and take a shot. Great stuff, Cap. Thanks for doing this for us. We will uh, catch up with you uh, next week. Have a wonderful holiday. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you and yours. Nice job out of your wife uh, for getting that major airtime yeah, on MNF. I'll tell her that. I'll say, hey, hon, go ask for a raise. Yeah, no, she did well. <laughs> Good stuff. Thank you, Cap. Talk to you next week. You too. See you, boys. Happy holiday. Thank you, buddy. David Kaplan uh, joining us. Insurance. Were you watching the... Well, sure you were. It's your mm-hmm. bears at the time. Have you had Mel- Lou Malnati? Oh, yes. Have you? I never yeah. have. I've tried most of the big ones have over you? there. Yeah. What's, what's the other one? There's another... Gino's. Gino's. That's yep. what it is. Yeah. And you started with the G. They're all good. Are they? Oh, it's, it's dough and meat and cheese. You I mean, can't go wrong, right? right? A little sauce on top. Yeah. I mean, how many pieces of that can you eat? One. Before? That's just it, right? Right. If you're having a beer, it's one. There's a pretty good chance I am. You're going to be full. Mm-hmm. One. Then you got leftovers. Yeah. Just got to make sure your hotel room has a fridge. Yeah. So I've bought, um, so Rosati's has them in a little freezer when mm-hmm. you walk into Rosati's. And I've tried theirs. Yeah. It's really good. It is, yeah. I like And they're that. a Chicago chain too, are they not? They I are, think yeah. they are. Yeah, they do a good job with the deep dish. Uh-huh. I frequent the one in Ankeny quite a bit. Yes. Them are the wig and pen. Giordano, what is it? The, yeah, the Giordano. No, that's, nah, that's, that's, that's the frozen it's, one. It's, uh, Giordano's. Yes. There's one over in West Des Moines. Wait's always super long, though. Is it really? Yeah. Wait to get in or wait for the Both. pizza? Yeah. Well, it takes a long time to cook those cook things, one, too, because right? they're thick. I'm such a thin crust guy. It's pizza, right? It is. It's all good. Indeed it is. You mess up pizza, you got a problem. <laughs> it's tough to do, right? You would think. We will be back uh, with the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. But before we go to break, i got to tell you about our friends at Centurion Stone of Iowa. Centurion Stone of Iowa. Uh, if you're in the uh, market uh, for 
variety of style patterns and colors of that interior or your exterior project if you're going to accent or update uh, any one of those. Centurion Stone of Iowa. Check them out online, centurionstoneofiowa.com. The showroom, which is closed uh, today's their last day, and they're open again uh, on the 27th. They're giving the folks a little extra time over there, the staff, uh, during the Christmas shutdown. But Centurion Stone of Iowa, see them online. Showroom is at 5525 Northeast 22nd Street in Des Moines. Uh, thank you, Justin Luch. Thank you, Joe Farron. Thank you to the entire team over there for making it possible for us to speak with our guy, David Kaplan, every week. We'll be back with Mitch Holtz as the voice of the Chiefs is next. We're Miller and Condon. We're on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. It's Christmas week and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, has a gift that'll certainly put you in the holiday spirit. New customers bet 5 bucks on any NBA team and win $150 in free bets if they win. It's a great way to put a little extra money in your pocket. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get in the Christmas spirit with holiday free bet surprise. Everyone We'll get a free bet up to 50 bucks instantly as DraftKings gives away up to $10 million in prizes. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Indeed you can, Trent Condon. So that's promo code KXNO. DraftKings Sportsbook must be 21 or older. Iowa only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call one. Occurring this spring. The Chicken Coop is the place for great food and wings with three metro locations. The Chicken Coop has the best, fresh, never frozen wings. Buffalo, garlic jalapeno, buck nasty, tropical heat, pepper teriyaki, garlic parmesan, and so much more. Along with steaks, burgers, ribs, and a children's menu for the little ones. And don't forget about the Chicken Coop's daily lunch and drink specials. Catch all the games at the Chicken Coop. In Ankeny, Urbandale. Let's pick up for details. Do you remember when America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, won their first Super Bowl with Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, and company? It's been a while, but the answer is 1993. Do you know when Wolf Roofing started roofing houses? That's right, 1993. Wolf Roofing has been around for a long time. For your next roofing project, put the experience of Wolf Roofing on your side. Find them on the web at wolfroofing.net or give them a call at 515-225-8866. Or on gambling problem, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Now back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Here's Ken and Trent. Welcome back, Miller and Condon. Pizza, kind of a theme of our number two. We talked yeah. to Cappy about Lou Malnati's, whose wife Mindy is the president of marketing. Let's localize it. Papa John's here in Central Iowa sponsors our next guest. It is Good Zaw. He is Mitch Holt, is the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Boy, it seems like a long time since we've seen the Chiefs play. How are you, Mitch Holtis? Well, hanging in there now because um, there's been an interesting 48 hours. I'll say. There's nothing better than Papa John's Pizza from the Donaldsons, which is better than any just like if you went to Sperkleville, Pennsylvania, and ordered Papa John's Pizza. It's not as good as the Donaldsons. There's just something that they do at that, you know, the intergalactic headquarters in Johnston that is guarded by 24 hours by guard dogs and and fences. Uh, But if you're going to go to Chicago, 
Yeah, Lou Malnati's is uh, is the place. Got to tell you, indeed it is. Um, uh, Mitch, yeah. the, the game last Thursday, I think it was one of the best games of the year. Yeah. I truly do. It was so entertaining. Uh, Staley making the calls that he did going forward on fourth down, and I I only had a problem. I was surprised they didn't kick the field goal at the end of the first half. Look, you got you going up against Patrick Mahomes and that offense. I'm surprised more teams don't employ a similar strategy because you know the Chiefs are going to score. Yeah, but the great head coaches will. They, they look at the analytics, they absorb them, but then they still have to make decisions uh, based on the situation. Now, um, so the the one he's most criticized about is right before the half, yeah. right? Just kick a field goal, go up four, and uh, you can change the course of the game. Now, I'm all for analytics. I love to crunch numbers. It's what I do during the week. But engineers are also mathematicians. We've got a bunch of great engineers that live in Des Moines listening to us that have to be mathematicians. But I can make a bridge across the Des Moines River and use mathematical calculations to do so. But if I also don't take into consideration, what's the worst thing that can happen? And what soil am I putting that bridge on? And where do I put the pilings? And it could lead to a disaster. Then the analytics have to be reexamined. Meaning, if I have a 53% chance to make a fourth and two, I also have to think about what are the what are the consequences if I don't make this, and depending on, obviously, time score situation. But I think right now a fault of all of us in sports is that we think the analytics is the end-all, be-all. Mm-hmm. It's part of the equation. It's not necessarily the eventual solution, but it's really just a variable in the equation. And in this game, it just felt like, much like John Harbaugh has done, he lost the game to us, Harbaugh did, in 2018 with the Ravens because he went for it on fourth down and went for two every time and, and lost the game because of it. So we praise it when analytics work, and, hey, it's great, let's just use analytics and have a robot make these decisions. But honestly, again, I think if we remember, it's just an, it's, it's, it's a variable in the equation. It's not the uh, equation solution itself. Well said. 13 players are on the active COVID list for the Kansas City Chiefs. Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill among them. Good news, though, for today. No new names have been added as of this morning. It's been a wild couple of days for Kansas City. Take us inside, and what can you tell us, Mitch? Well, it has been wild and and, and nuts. It actually began prior to the announcement of the guys on the COVID list. It really started the weekend with the NFL protocol, the new NFL protocol coming down. Now, before panic sets in, you can sit here and look at the glass half full, half empty, but these new protocols actually give a uh, really, I don't say easy, but a more clear pathway to get back on the field if you're asymptomatic and if you've been vaccinated. Those are the two boxes to check. If you are asymptomatic, you do not have symptoms, and you are vaccinated, then... You clear a test and your CT levels at a certain spot, you can play that following week. Now, we're going to find out. People just need to stay in tune with you guys over the next several hours because I think we're going to find out a whole lot here between now and 2 o'clock because of these 13 active players and three on the practice squad. I'll, I'll just be – this is not this is just me guessing. But because of that, that pathway, being asymptomatic and vaccinated – that you're going to get a good portion of these guys back 
by Sunday to play this game. Mm, huge uh, Steelers and then the Bengals the following week. But I still can't get past last Thursday. I want to bring it up one more time because um, yeah, tons of drama. There really was. And, and watching these two quarterbacks, Mitch, and look, we're going to be as a football fan. Uh, we're just going to be entertained by Mahomes and Herbert, I think, for years to come in a division that means a lot to me uh, and to a lot of people. There are a lot of Chiefs fans, a lot, a lot of Raiders fans, a lot of Broncos fans. But Herbert v. Mahomes, I mean, that's appointment TV. It is, and because of their skill set. I mean, you're, you're watching two superb athletes, uh, Olympic-caliber arms. I mean, these guys could win the javelin maybe at the Olympics. I don't know if they trained for it, but not only arm strength, but understanding, intelligence. Uh, yeah, Herbert's the real smoke. Yep. Uh, for the Chiefs, though, to do that on a Thursday night on the road with all of those circumstances, people you know, have been playing my play-by-play call all over the earth on it, and I said right away, and it was just, it was just an um, impulsive reaction, it's the biggest game in the AFC West in five years, which it was. I agree. But to win that game on a, win that game on a short week, traveling, burning up a day to travel with no real practice time, and now full recovery from the Sunday before. Thank goodness there's a blowout over the Raiders. But to win the game with that consequences in that fashion, considering what you just laid out with these two great quarterbacks, was really one of the greatest regular season wins in 62-year history of the Chiefs franchise. It's been uh, incredible to watch this team from what they were in September and into early October how concerned were you? I know you're the voice and you got to paint a pretty happy face at times. How concerned were you, though, watching the early moments of this Kansas City football team? Yeah, I'm going to give you a circuitous answer to that, and it's a very good question. Because on Halloween, the Kansas City Chiefs had a 6% chance of making the postseason. Mm. <laughs> and I think like a 1% chance of winning the division. That was based on 30 years of data of being 3-4. and four. Now here we are, and again, you got to put an asterisk on this because of the COVID situation the Chiefs are in, but they have a 99.7% chance of making the playoffs and a 93.7% chance of winning the division for the sixth consecutive time, which has not happened ever, Trent, in the history of the division. And with these four teams, it does date all the way back to the 1960 American Football League season. All right, so it does cover all those 62 years. It's never happened that a team has won six straight division titles. All right, to answer your question, yeah, there was a part of me that thought maybe this there's just too much to overcome uh, because of the way the offense was stymied in the defense. I didn't know if there was going to be answers. But there's a side of me, because I told people too, and I might have told you guys, don't run right into the burning house. If you've been rescued... Don't run back into the burning house where a lot of people go from a human nature standpoint. Here's why. Andy Reid, I've seen him do it. In 2014, they started 0-2. Now, they didn't make the playoffs, but he rallies them to a 9-7 and record. In 2015, he starts 1-5 and and wins 10 straight games and gets the first postseason win in 22 years. In 2017, they were uh, lost 6 out of 7 in the middle of the season and were gasping for air and still won the division. Then in 2019, we remember the parades and confetti and Kelsey, you know, talking about the Beastie Boys. But what we forget is how many twists and turns that season had and how Randy Reed had to really be a, a troubleshooter. He had to be a problem solver. Of all of Andy Reed's characteristics and designing plays and being an offensive guru and blah, 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 the biggest thing I've seen him do, and this is a, this is a lesson 
to every high school and college coach listening to us or throughout the state of Iowa is to manage and troubleshoot and handle flashpoints. I've seen no coach do it better than Andy Reid. So there was a side of me going, you know what? Andy Reid could figure this out. If anybody could, Andy could, and he has. He kept the ship in the sea, even though it was listing at 30 degrees port. Hmm. Uh, Mitch, as I, as I look at the current playoff standings right now with three weeks ago and the Chiefs have the one seed, man, oh, man, how difficult of a, of a, a run through the AFC is it going to be for whoever prevails with the Patriots? Titans don't look good. Well, well, we'll see if they get Derrick Henry back. But the Bengals, their arrows pointing up. Colts, likewise. Chargers, we just talked about them. Bills, I still think that there's a chance to resurrect their season. And the Ravens just on the outside looking in. But those seven teams right now, what a difficult, difficult trudge to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, two answers. One, there's going to be some really good teams not make the tournament. I mean, the Ravens may not even make this, yep. right? So when you list these teams that could make it, look at the teams that might not. And that's, uh, I said this season is like, and I said it the other day after the uh, Charger game, it's like Ted Lasso and Yellowstone all into one, you know, season. Uh, this has been such incredible reality, uh, television and radio, if that, for that matter, uh, to watch it. But there's no weak teams. I mean, we could make mm-hmm. a case uh, for strengths of all those teams and for weaknesses for all those teams. But, yes, it will be a very, very tough tournament once you get there. And it's a minor miracle, based on two paragraphs ago in our discussion, right. that the Chiefs are even in the slot to be the one seed. They have a 54% chance to be the one seed and get the bye. And on Halloween, that wasn't even anybody's thought process. No, can they make the playoffs? What's happened to the Chiefs? Is the window closed? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Uh, let's uh, talk about Papa John's. It is a uh, families will be together. We know everybody's cooking on on Christmas Day, but after Christmas, don't want leftovers. Lots going on with our friends, the Donaldsons of Papa John's. Here's the deal. You know this, Ken. I mean, you're you're a Canadian. You guys are so resourceful. You got to spread these leftovers out. You know there'll be a punch, bunch of leftovers after your Christmas, even Christmas Day meals. All right, but you don't want those like the next day. So space them out, right? And then you've got uh, NFL football this weekend. you got bowl games, perfect for Papa John's. So space them out, have them on Saturday, which is Christmas, then skip it, order papajohns.com, get the Papa John's special from our group, the Donaldsons, on Sunday, watch the NFL, then come back to your um, – Leftovers on Monday. This is very scientific, mm-hmm. uh, believe me. And so there's a manual on it. You can just look it up online. But skip skip a day in the leftovers and fill it in with Papa John's pizza from uh, Tom and Matt and the rest of the crew at Papa John's. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. We'll talk to you next Thanks week you, before brother. Cincinnati. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, thanks to you guys. And, and, again, Merry Christmas to all our listeners and happy holidays. Yeah, Thank we'll keep, and stay tuned, man. This is going to – 2 o'clock by 2 o'clock, dinner. right? There'll be some news. Well, two or before two. or Hey, this, yep. instead of going day by day, this is our hour. Good All stuff. Right. Can't wait. See you, bud. Take care. You guys. Yep. Voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Good stuff out of Holtis. Always, always is. is. Yes. Always is. Uh, we'll take our final time out. Come back. Finish the hour. Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station 106. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. 
right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Trent's Pick of the Day is brought to you by Circus Sports. Download the Circus Sports app today to play with Trent or against him. All right, Miller and Condon, final five minutes or so of a uh, Wednesday edition. Thanks for being with us. Before we get to your play of the day, I just had a caller call me and say I jinxed it. Oh, yeah? So about this time yesterday, I mentioned the GMC commercial with the his and her trucks. Yes. Or the black one and the red one. And saying after five years of being inundated with this spot... I'd made it without seeing it. I don't think it was being played. Apparently it played yesterday. Uh, Mark Amadeo, he was listening yesterday, the yeah. voice of Dowling Catholic Athletics. He said the same thing, that Jeez. he must be watching the wrong channel because he's seen it plenty of times. Has he seen it plenty of times, yes. really? Yes. I hadn't seen it once. It's coming back. Yeah, apparently so. Uh, you've got to come back, Trent Connor, because for you I had a Miller-like yesterday. day. Yeah, I was awful yesterday. Yeah. And it was every single thing that I touched from... College football. You got to within one point of your of your total on the Iowa game? Yes. <laughs> and they had to score a lot at the end there to even get to that point. Oh, did they? Yeah. yeah. Uh, college football was bad. College basketball was bad. NFL was bad. It was one of those days. So what do you do? Well, you only have one sport you can play. Well, that's not true. There's one bowl game. There's a bowl game. There's college basketball. Mm-hmm. Are all the NBA games off? You know, I don't know that. I hadn't even looked at the NBA. But there's no hockey. We do know that. For sure. So here's one. It's a border rivalry tonight. Illinois, Mizzou. Always a fun game, right? Yep. Mizzou sucks. They're terrible this year. Okay. Illinois is good. But still, it's 14. Just, what channel, what channel is that on? BTN, 8 o'clock. There, there's, there's where I'll be. Yes, should be a good one there. Uh, 4 o'clock BTN today. Golfers against UW-Green Bay. Looking for a little late afternoon okay. viewing, and I know you usually are. Only next extra excuse for you, right, to get in front of that TV Absolutely. a little early. <laughs> tell your tell your real job. Sorry, I got to be done at four. The Gophers are playing, and four not in hockey. How about yeah? There are five NBA games by the way. Tonight. Five NBA yeah. games tonight. So uh, my pick though, yeah, I'm going to grab Mizzou and the points. That was one that certainly jumped off the page in college basketball. Can you do a Mizzou? Can you double dip on Mizzou? A Mizzou parlay? I don't have a great feeling the college football game tonight. You will, you want the points, don't you? I'm thinking of it. Beatty, the running back. Apparently, mm-hmm. they're they're keeping him out. Is the story? Oh, are they? They're not letting him play. Because of his NFL future. Good for them? Yeah, good for them. Absolutely good for them. Also tonight, uh, Murray State goes to Auburn. Auburn's really good this year. Bruce Pearl again getting it done. How he gets it done, that's a different conversation. But in today's <laughs> environment, yeah. it's A-OK. Murray State's good, though. Getting 12 and a half there. It opened at 17, though. It's already been bet down you to missed 12 it. and a half. I missed the window there. Would love it at 17. Going to have to do a little more digging if I'm going to play it at 12 and a half. Probably still Your- am. Best bet is Mizzou plus the 14 over Illini against the Illini. Eight o'clock BTN, you said? Eight o'clock BTN. Count me in. Count me in for that one. One other good college basketball game tonight. Mentioned the uh, top 25 matchup Arizona, Tennessee. We just want to see this Arizona team to Mm -hmm. you because outside of the Michigan game, haven't seen a ton about them. We've had national guys on that have said how good this team is. One of the bigger surprises. Yeah. New coaching staff, of Uh course, and what they've been able to do. So that's what I'll be keeping an eye on. You know, looking at what Barnes has done at Tennessee, 
when he took that job, leaving Texas, like, this isn't going to work. Right. This has worked really, really well. Not bad. Dude can coach. He did. He had a lot of talent. That helps. Yeah. But he can coach, At both places. Yes. At both places. Going back to Clemson. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Good point. Um, well, that's going to do it for us today. We've got Murph and Andy sliding on in here at 1. I'm assuming, well, we know the Fanatics will be here at 3, but I'm mm-hmm. assuming Hawk Central goes tonight with Leistikow and company. Do you know? Do you have the schedule in front of you? The schedule is here. And it's not on here, though, so I wonder exactly if it's going to be on this evening. It's recap, holiday time. You yeah, never that's know. true. That's true. It, changes schedule changes mm-hmm. and the like but if it is it starts every week at six o'clock well most weeks i shouldn't say every week right most weeks uh, now when o'clock. when will the when will the uh that crew be headed down i wonder to cover uh um, 28th something like that when when does iowa leave they leave on the day after christmas iowa state leaves christmas day christmas day and iowa leaves when for orlando do you know i want to say for some reason the 27th was jumping into my mind but okay couple of days in Orlando. We'll get to see them. Somebody will be wearing Mickey ears as they go around. <laughs> yeah. That's the Disney question. world. Right. The stuff you have to do when you're right. in the city. What's the big one in the, at the Rose Bowl? The beef feet? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got in some trouble eating too much beef the Hawkeyes did one of those years. They looked like the last time they were there, that might have been a problem. Well, so was Christian McCaffrey, to be fair. Yeah. He didn't eat too much beef. No, he was. That was unbelievable. That was unbelievable watching him carve them up the way he did. All right, we're out of time. Thanks for being with us here today. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, as we're here every Monday through Friday. Well, not this Friday. We're not next Monday. But for the most part, we're here Monday through Friday from 10 until noon. Murphy and Andy, you won the Fanatics at 3. Thanks for being with us. Miller and Condon, as we mentioned, weekdays 10 to noon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXN.